Hey guys, welcome back. Seventh episode. Okay, I hope you guys are having an amazing day, week, night, month, year, everything. Um, I don't know about year. I mean, this pandemic ruined a lot of it. But yeah, I am so, so excited for this episode and so nervous. And just a mixture of emotions because it's something that really matters to me a lot. And it's something that's impacted me so much. There's so much involved in this episode. It's going to be quite long and I really want to get into it. With that said, however, I want to put a disclaimer, a warning for anyone who thinks that talking about food, eating disorders, and calories is a trigger because it is for so many people. It has been and it is for me. And so I just wanted to put that out there because if you are sensitive to any of these topics, please proceed with caution and stop listening to this episode when you need to. I know it can be extremely uncomfortable. Also, I spend a lot of this episode, maybe the first third, talking about my journey about like this topic food, which you might not want to hear about. You might just want to know my takeaways, my thoughts on a healthy relationship with food, and I totally understand that. For that reason, in the description box, I have put timestamps, which you can scroll to, to listen to the episode part of the episode you want to listen to. Okay, life updates and podcast updates. Let's start with life updates. I don't really have any podcast updates. Nothing's really going on. I've been happy, really happy as always, but somewhat stressed. I've learned a lot about time management, but I've been having a really good time so far, and I'm so happy for that. And it's also raining today. I don't know. It rains on so many Fridays, but it's super raining today. I am here for it. Sorry, my voice is going away. I am here for it. I love it. Um, Yeah, again, podcast updates, not really anything. Okay, getting into the topic now, because I am a mixture of emotions about this topic, but I think I need to address it. I think I need to speak up. I feel like every time I want to make this episode, I chicken out because I don't know why, but I always, I don't know, I'm always, now I'm always like, we only live once, and I'm fortunate enough to have this platform where I can speak up, and I feel like I should inspire others, like, that's, like, what I feel like, so yeah, I'm gonna do that. I have a voice, I have this podcast to speak up and advocate for so that's what i'm going to do i'm going to speak up i'm going to use my voice and even if i am scared of others what others think of me i'm going to do it honestly recording this right now i am beyond scared i am so scared because if there's anyone listening to this that i'm close to like my family or my friends parents or my family friends there's so much here that is unknown like yes even to like my family to some extent unknown and I feel like after this people think of me differently and I really don't want that I don't want people to think of me differently but I am here sharing my story and my perspective because I see so many people struggle with this issue and like having a healthy relationship with food and I just I want to help them I can't see it anymore I can't tolerate it anymore I want to help other people I don't want to go I don't want them to go through some bad stuff like honestly bad stuff that I went through I want people to be happy Okay, so I've implied in the past, I mean, in the past of this episode, but I am talking about food. That is the topic for today, having a healthy relationship with food. That is so important. It is so important to me, and if it is for you too, keep listening, because there is a lot. I really don't know where to start. There's so much. I don't know. Okay, I will just start with my story. I think it seems best, because I can just go off of that. But before that, I just wanted to say I don't think I would have had the courage to make this episode without my parents and my mom's support and my friends. They helped me so much. And even if my parents don't know the full story, they still, like, I wouldn't be making this episode without them. Okay, so I actually, like, wrote out this episode because, like, 
I wanted to start with my journey, but writing it out took so long, like, so, not so long, necessarily, but it took a lot of pages up, and I was like, I cannot spend that much time talking about myself, I want today to, I want to focus on you guys today, and helping you guys, I don't want to focus on me, so I might make an episode later on, like, a part two of this, if you guys want, but I just want to talk about you guys today and how you guys can have a healthy relationship with food if you're struggling it and with it and just all about food in general it's just so important and so prevalent okay let me just summarize my journey for you it's a lot i mean even for a summary it's a lot so let's start um it all started the summer going into eighth grade uh what am i now i'm in 10th grade i don't know how many years that is guys i'm i'm honestly i don't know i mean maybe two years yeah about two years ago i came back from two trips and i was just like i looked in the mirror and i saw fat i was just like god i need to lose weight so i did everything possible to lose weight and by the end of that summer i think i lost like eight pounds it really wasn't that bad because i was still eating and everything i think a lot of that weight i gained during the trip but it didn't get bad until ninth grade. I remember I was taking summer school in ninth grade, world history, and I would just try to, I was so focused on calories, I would eat the least amount of calories as possible, having this like green juice that was like 40 calories, and like other low calorie foods that just made me feel safe. And every time I ate something that I felt was unhealthy, like a cookie or something, I just restricted heavily and starved myself. And that made me feel so good. That made me feel happy. My happiness just, it depended on not eating and it was just such a toxic mindset and freshman year came and I was part of the school volleyball team and I was just constantly underfueling my body and then when volleyball season was over I was like I don't need that many calories and I focused on eating the least calories ever this was like my darkest period of time from like December to February I tracked my calories calories were everything to me I spent so much time doing the math and I got a lunch that was so low and I was so scared. I'd go to volleyball practices after school and come home starving at like 10 p.m. Because my parents, they told me to eat. They they kept forcing me to eat. But I literally raged out at them because like I was just so mad. I was like, no, I cannot eat at 10 p.m. That's too late for me. And I would eat at like 5.30 and call that my dinner. And I honestly feel so bad at my parents. I feel like I vented at them so much. And... Throughout this and now, my way of coping is watching cooking shows and making food for others. I didn't allow myself to have the food I wanted to eat, so I made it for others, and I thought that watching all these cooking videos would cure my hunger. The cycle just kept going, and throughout this, I was almost never able to enjoy the amazing food my grandma made while she was here, which makes me so sad. And in January or December, I honestly hit this breaking point when people noticed I was pale and I was like, no, like this is a symptom of like under eating. And I I was just like, I need to recover, but I never did anything about it. But then quarantine came, which really challenged me. And I learned so much throughout this process. I couldn't truly enjoy the cake on my birthday in April, but these past few months, I learned so much. During quarantine, um, there were goods and bads. I developed an exercise addiction, which led to a total burnout of my body. I honestly kind of still have an addiction, but now I focus on the movement that makes my body feel good, not movement that burns the most calories. I didn't make a commitment to recover from this eating disorder. Yes, it's an eating disorder. Um, I'm saying that here, and honestly, accepting it is a really hard for me, but I've, like... 
I haven't made a commitment until recently, September 29th, and I realized I just can't be like this. I've had my good and bad days and have been truly showing progress for a long time since like August, but I've felt so much happier now and in September when I made a commitment and I am so beyond excited for this journey. As of now, I am in this state of extreme hunger, which is part of recovery. It's just where I'm so absolutely ravenous and I eat everything because my body isn't used to me eating this much and it's adjusting, but... I have made so many milestones and I just can't wait to make more like this journey was so long and I am so happy I don't know what I would have done without quarantine I am just so happy that I was able to develop this healthier like I'm still working but this healthier relationship with food so anyways enough about me that was just a quick intro into my journey of course if you have any questions please let me know if you want an episode more about my journey because that was just like kind of brief um i would love that i would love to make that but this episode is about my takeaways as a result of the journey and what i've learned about along the way having a healthy relationship with food healthy is such a relative term But healthy to me means balance, being able to eat and being happy at the same time, eating guilt-free, treating food as fuel, not as a punishment or as a reward. Please remember, I am not a professional, I am not a nutritionist, I am a teenager, and what I am saying here is from my story and my journey. Please, please remember that. Okay, one of the main things, calories. Calories in versus calories out. That's what consumed my mind. That's what consumed me. That's what magazines, YouTubers, videos, health class, and everything told me was the right way to lose weight. Count your calories. So for almost two whole years, that took over my life. Yes, if counting calories works for you, by all means, do it. Go for it. But there is this like fine, thin line between obsessing over the calories you eat and just counting them. It's so easy to fall into that obsession. I don't know how people count their calories and don't become obsessed because now I think I know the nutrition label to almost everything. The internet told me to eat less calories, burn more. Caloric deficit, I think you've heard of it. And yeah, that is the right way, but I abuse that. The internet told me to stop eating sugar, stop eating cake, stop eating this, start eating that count every calorie you eat it's exhausting it just takes so much of a toll on you counting every single thing you eat and estimating from half a cookie to an entire meal after a while you don't even realize the value of those numbers they're just numbers telling you how much you can and can't eat they literally controlled my life and every website told me something different some websites said eat less than these many calories eat less than that many calories and it just gets too much guys it's too much logging every single thing that goes in your body using my fitness cow pal or my plate relying on your calorie counts for your hunger not what your body wants that's so mentally exhausting and something linda sun my favorite youtuber please check her out said after a while it wasn't about counting calories anymore it was about counting my worth that's what she that's what she said and i totally agree that's literally what happened to me And so throughout my journey, I've learned to stop worrying about calories. Yes, they offer some nutritional input, but they're really just a number. If you enjoy finding those numbers, then go for it. By all means, do it. But I lost myself counting calories for like two years almost. I lost myself to this obsession and I feel like a lot of other people have too. Because I thought this was healthy. I thought this was a healthy mindset. Starving myself, restricting myself from my favorite moves, 
foods, <laughs> moved, restricting myself from my favorite foods, not eating what I wanted when I wanted. My mind was revolving around food. My next meal, what would I eat for breakfast? What would I eat for lunch? What I could and couldn't eat, how to stay under these many calories. My mind was just revolving around it and it's so, so exhausting. And as much as I wanted to stop, I couldn't. I could not trust myself and I couldn't trust my body. I didn't have the patience for it. And I honestly still can't. I've gotten so much better and I'm so happy. But at that time, being under that number made me proud. It gave me pride. But just remember, our calories do not tell us if we are hungry or not. Every day is different. So if you're hungry, eat something, okay? Please. Calorie counters don't know who you are. They don't know if you work out or not. They don't know anything about you. So how do you expect them to tell you how much you have to eat? They don't know our emotions. They don't know if we stress eat or emotionally eat. So they shouldn't be able to control us. I'll get more into that later in the episode. But second of all, don't treat food as a punishment or as a reward. Stop restricting yourself from certain foods. Food is food, nothing more and nothing less. There is no good and bad when it comes to food. Love all foods. And like studies even show that restricting yourself from these foods actually makes you crave them more because you're drawn to them more. You're thinking about them more. You're like, okay, I can't have this donut, but that's always on your mind because you're not letting yourself have the donut if you want. Allow yourself to indulge in what you want. Find that balance. Just know that like once you find that balance, you won't, you're less likely to go on an ice cream binge later on. One dessert won't make you gain weight, just like one salad won't make you lose weight. It's all about trusting your body and knowing when your body's hungry and asking for food. But that can be hard, especially when you've like put that feeling away for such a long time. But how you look is not your worth. Your body is more than a number, it's more than a weight, and it's more than appealing to others. It's your health. Your body is your health. So put energy into other things, not the calories, not the numbers, not the weight. Enjoy the food and enjoy the moment. Life's too short to worry about the calories that we're eating. Okay, so let's talk about these fad diets and exercise challenges that we see so, so often on social media. Apple cider vinegar cleanses to lose weight in two weeks. Chloe Ting's two-week ab shred. You might have guessed my opinion on this, but here it is. They don't work. Please don't do that. Fad diets may make you lose weight, sure, but only for like three weeks, guys. They aren't sustainable. You're going to end up gaining all that weight back. That's why losing weight challenges don't work. You cannot live on juice cleanses or cabbage soup. Seriously? Do you want to do you want to live your life drinking like cabbage soup? No, it's it's just not sustainable. The same thing goes for Chloe Ting and all those other challenges. I love Chloe Ting. Some of her workouts are killer, like killer. Um, check it out, but if you are working out thinking you will get abs in two weeks, stop and rethink. Why are you working out? You're not going to get abs in two weeks unless you're eating super clean and a caloric deficit and really doing the right stuff. You're not going to get abs in two weeks. So no, don't waste your time doing the fad diet. You're wasting like a month uh, on really good food, drinking cabbage soup and green juices that do nothing, absolutely nothing. You're just going to be hungrier and you're just going to end up gaining all that weight back. So what's the point, first of all, spending all that money and just being unhappy? Which leads me to my next part point thing. Another point I really wanted to touch on is not exactly food, but it's just having a healthy relationship with food and exercise. It's exercise addiction. 
this actually developed for me in quarantine. Um, it was already there, but it's something I kind of struggle with at the moment. Don't get me wrong, I love to work out. It is my ultimate stress reliever. But in quarantine, there was this period in time where I had ultimate burnout. Running every day, no rest days for like two or three months straight. And my body just couldn't take it anymore. I'm not good at running, don't get me wrong. But like, I was under fueling, under eating, and just doing straight up cardio. Focusing on the calories burned instead of how I felt. Fast forward to now, and yes, I still struggle. I struggle a lot. In fact, like my systems like in my body have become so weakened because I'm over exercising and I've tried to cut it down and I'm under eating, but it's a process and I've been eating so much more, which I'm so proud of. But yeah, like some like this. Yeah, um, I'm addicted to walking, even though I like walking. I'm addicted to getting 10,000 steps because society and people have told me 10,000 steps are cool and everything and I'm just like now I am obsessed with 10,000 steps I'm not kidding you um but I am just trying to gradually cut down and right now like right now I am burned out just right now like today this date I am burned out because this week was so intense for me and I really exerted myself but I'm focusing on becoming healthier now, and I'm focused on becoming stronger. It's a stress reliever, guys, and that's what exercise should be, a stress reliever, not a stress inducer. So don't abuse exercise. Don't do HIIT workouts every day. The more you exercise, the more stress you put on your body, and that can just be so, so bad. In fact, that can lead to weight gain. It can lead to weight gain because you are putting that much stress, cortisol levels are going up, and it can just lead to burnout and a bunch of other ugly stuff. The benefits of working out are all gone. So stop worrying about the calories you burn during working out because, first of all, the most of the time, the numbers that like treadmills, machines, watches, that number they show you is inaccurate. But second of all, start exercising and focusing on how you feel. If you don't like cardio, why are you doing it? Why are you putting yourself through that torture? What is your goal out of it? Same goes for anything else, from weights to yoga to literally anything. Find what works for you. And instead of viewing exercise as a punishment, which a lot of us do, surprisingly, guys, don't don't like view it as a way to ce- celebrate your body strength and what it's capable of. Don't punish yourself with like two hours of cardio because you ate a donut. One donut won't do anything, okay? Now I'm working out to get stronger. (laughs) Get ripped. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm working out to get stronger. I'm not doing endless hours of cardio because it'll make me skinny. No, I'm keeping a balance. So yeah, work out to get stronger and to take a break from the rest of your very stressful day. Not to look a certain way, okay? And like every other episode, social media always plays a role. Like seriously, guys? Social media in this has such a great role, though, because we are brainwashed by what we see. I don't know about you guys, but that is literally the case for me. While some posts inspire me, some posts have made my eating and exercise habits worse. On TikTok, what I eat in a days are super popular, and don't get me wrong, a lot of these TikTok what I eat in a days promote eating, and I love TikTok because of their healthy recipes, but some of them show eating barely nothing, like 500 calories a day, they're just eating like fruit and everything and then they do this really intense exercise and when I go on TikTok I obviously look at people with my dream body and I look at what they eat and how they exercise but don't do that guys don't don't compare yourselves 
to the people you look up to. Comparing ourselves to people we look up to that have the dream bodies we want, that steals our joy. They don't have the same body as us. What works for them will not work for us. We don't have the same genes. We're all different. Look at them for inspiration because that's what they're there for. That's what they should be there for. Especially a lot of them like aren't nutritionists or whatever. Look at them for inspiration. Don't abuse that. Please, please remember that most of these people you look up to on social media are not experts, including me. They are not professionals and like me, they speak from experience or they just make a BS to get clout because sometimes that is reality. As tempting as it can be, as tempting as it can be, don't take advice that promotes eating 1,200 calories a day or starving yourself, guys. 1,200 calories, a toddler needs that. Don't restrict yourself to that. So yeah, don't eat according to the rules set by somebody else because those rules won't last. Like I said before, everybody is different. What works for someone else won't necessarily work for you. So how they eat might lead you to binge, restrict, abuse the gym or anything because it really isn't the diet for you. And you are more than your body. I know social media is mentally destructive when it comes to body image because we see so many people with that body we want, but still. We are more than our body. Please repeat that to yourself like every day if you need to. But you are more than your body. There is a Time article that describes social media as a toxic mirror. And sometimes I think that is so, so true. Guys, you don't need abs to look good and to get others to like you. If they only like you for your abs, I am sorry, but you need new friends. And that is the truth. I've mentioned this in my last episode, but be confident in yourself, even if other, uh, if other people criticize the way you look. It's important to love yourself first, not care about what others think. Love yourself in all shapes and have that confidence within yourself, because with that, you can truly do anything. So if you are a position like me, first of all, if you believe you have an eating disorder, please, please reach out to get help from a professional. It will be way more beneficial. I'm not a professional, but remember, food is fuel. Your body needs food, regardless of whether you worked out today or not, regardless of whether you ate too much the day before or not. Your body needs fuel, so if you are hungry today, eat. If you wake up and you look in the mirror and you feel fat, you are not. If you are hungry, eat, okay? Obsessing over these calories takes so much away from you. Time from your family and friends. It ruins your emotions, your hormones, your relationship with your body. And you may not think that now, but trust me, when you get deep into it, you will. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy the food. Life is too short to be stressing over the calories we eat. And no, I am not telling you to go eat 100 donuts right now. I'm telling you it's all about balance. Listen to your body and trust it. It's a process, and the deeper you are into it, this like whole under eating thing the harder it is but i believe in you feed your muscles feed your organs and feed your body because your body needs food to live and you may be wondering um how do i build this healthy relationship with food i've covered a little or a lot of this but how can i let myself eat guilt-free how can i build towards a healthy lifestyle how can i lose weight and how do i cope with the opposite gaining weight So, for all of these questions, and for losing weight especially, I'll get to the losing weight part at the end, but you see a change when you change your mindset. Change your mindset around food, around life. Life is beautiful. Life is amazing. You have to start to believe that. Healthier means happier. That means leaving what doesn't make you happy. Eat foods that make you happy. Do workouts that make you happy. 
Sometimes you feel like eating a salad and other times ice cream, but honor what you want, honor what your body wants. Like I said, food is not good or bad. We have to remember that not every day is a good day. Not every day is the same. And it's like that when it comes to food. My philosophy, quote philosophy, is that food is fuel, health is wealth, and being healthy is also being happy. Being healthy is not salads 24-7. Being healthy is balance. Eating foods that make me feel good. Sometimes that means eating fruits and salads, but sometimes that means indulging in ice cream. Because sometimes eating ice cream is just what feels good, especially when I'm super stressed. Everything is good in moderation. Again, I'm not telling you go eat a bunch of like, quote, junk food, because I'm not saying that there's no bad food. I'm not saying that there's bad food, but like, I'm just saying like, get your healthy foods in, get your nutrients in, but don't be afraid to go indulge in that donut or ice cream. Cherish those moments that you have and be thankful for the food you have access to, guys. We, a lot of us, like, have so much food on our plate and we don't choose to indulge in it. We don't choose to, like, enjoy that food, but enjoy it. Some of us don't get to have them, okay? And I know for me, some days when I eat a cookie or some days when I see a food that's, quote, bad, some days that, like, a food that my brain tells me is bad or when I just don't feel good like when I look in the mirror and I have a really bad body image I start to see my body and myself in the worst way ever I start to view it in the total opposite I am disgusted by what I see in the mirror old me would restrict myself old me would starve myself but now seeing like that person in the mirror doesn't mean I starve myself instead I do something that makes me feel good and I say that yes I look like that but it's only temporary and I cannot make that ruin my day. I cannot let that ruin my day. I'm going to go on a walk, stop looking at the mirror, eat something that makes me feel healthy. It's a process, and I know we'll get there together. And no, your weight is not your life. You may like weighing yourself, and that's okay, but if you don't like weighing yourself, stop. Your weight does not reflect how healthy or unhealthy you are. I know what it feels like to get on that scale and be so happy because we lost a pound or be so mad that we gained like half a pound. But please don't become obsessed with that scale. Your number doesn't tell you your worth. I know like a lot of people, especially my parents sometimes are always like, oh my God, I gained this much weight. But you guys have to realize weight fluctuation is normal. Sometimes it's muscle. An increase in weight does not go with failure and a decrease in weight does not go with success. I used to have this bad habit where if I felt heavy, I'd starve myself and overexercise and let myself eat only if I looked okay. But now some days I wake up looking like a little bloated because I'm eating more and I do not care. I just stopped looking at myself in the mirror. I'm eating the best breakfast ever, the best lunch ever. I'm giving myself food that I'm craving and wanting and I'm so proud of myself for that too. But a long time, like maybe in January, I don't think I, like, I didn't believe I'd be able to do that. But look where I've come. I know it takes patience and it's hard. It's so hard. Like, I know you don't have the patience for it, but start, like, fueling yourself now. It's, it's important for yourself. Like, if you don't do it now, when will you? This is again said by Linda Sun, but when you learn to let go of that number on the scale and when you learn to let go of that perfect body shape and size, that's when you can truly focus on your health and becoming, quote, healthier. Okay, now healthier is different for everyone, but remember, one meal without veggies doesn't make you unhealthy. Skipping a workout 
that does not make you unhealthy. Allowing yourself to indulge in a treat does not make you unhealthy. What you do most of the time is what makes you healthy. But letting go of these things, letting go of these, this like toxic mindset can let you focus on loving yourself and embracing your body. The only reason we're afraid of gaining weight is just because of social media and diet culture that always puts gaining weight in the bad spotlight when it's really not. Okay, almost done guys, but if you want to actually lose weight, here are some of my takeaways. Losing weight does not mean cutting out sugar or carbs or going keto or paleo or something crazy. I mean, keto and paleo maybe, but like the rest of them, like cutting out sugar and carbs, that's just not sustainable. Do you, yourself, do you see yourself eating no sugar in the future? Not letting yourself eat what you want? No, that's just not healthy for your body. Be flexible. Eat whole foods. Yes, eat a lot of whole foods, but also honor the cravings your body has, like eat a dessert once a day or something, or more than that. There are also a ton, and I mean a ton of healthier recipes out there, TikTok, Pinterest, that but like I'm not saying you can't have a le- like a regular slice of cake. You can have a slice of cake. I'm just saying like if you want to find healthier alternatives, there are so many. I've said this so many times, but it's all about balance. I like to do 80% whole foods and 20% processed. And while I try to stick to that because that's what makes me feel the best, it usually doesn't happen. Usually it's 50-50 or 60-40 a lot of the time. And I have to be okay with that. I have to be flexible and I have to trust the process. I'm telling you to do the same. Trust the process and trust your body. Get moving, but don't overdo it. Do exercise you enjoy, but if you really want to lose weight, um, focus more on your diet. Whether you want to lose weight or not, it's important to learn to love yourself and accept yourself. That is just a huge part of it because that's truly happiness and that's truly progress. Take care of your body. We need to ditch the narrative that looking a certain way will make us happier because in reality, it'll just make us more stressed. We're constantly focusing on trying to make our body look that way. Do something that makes your body feel good. Prioritize your body's health because if you don't start now, when will you? Be kind to your body by taking care of it. For a lot of people, especially me, I need to move. I need to work out. I need to make time for that. Sweating feels good and so does soreness. Is that weird? Whatever. Anyway, set out time to work out and enjoy yourself and thank your body for everything it does for you. And for real guys, treat it with respect. Another Linda Sun iconic quote because I love her. Beauty is not a reflection or a number or a size that stares back at us, end quote. Guys, beauty is so much more than that. It is the amazing moments in our life. It's who we are as a person. So yeah, just stop the comparing. Stop comparing yourself to others and just do yourself a favor. No matter how you look, you can do anything. I believe you. It's difficult. It's hard. It's a battle. We have our bad days. Bad days make our good days good but our weight isn't everything live in the moment and be flexible be confident be a baddie (laughs) and go with change go with the flow okay guys don't force anything okay so side note here are some of my youtubers if you guys want inspiration and good vibes some of these are actually like more professional actually most of these are like more professional than me but please check these out linda sun of course Stephanie Buttermore, Natasha Oshian, Caitlin Nolan, Jasmine Tyler, and Taylor Olson. I love them. They are queens. So if you just want inspiration and good vibes, please check them out. They know so much more than me. So I like to end the podcast with a Q&A. Like, you know, 
And one of the questions was, how come when I burn 3,000 calories, my weight decreases by half a pound, but when I eat half a Kit Kat, my weight triples? So first of all, like I've mentioned, one Kit Kat will not harm you. It won't do anything to you. But if it really did triple, it's probably water weight or something. I'm no scientist or nutritionist, but speaking from personal experience. That said, don't worry about that number on the scale as long as you have that balance. If that Kit Kat makes you happy, eat it. Anyways, that was a really quite long episode, I feel like. I actually didn't say everything I wanted to. I have so much more I want to say, but that can be for another time. If you stuck around, I am forever grateful for you. I am so grateful, and I really mean it. Thank you so much for tuning in. This episode means so much to me since I literally love food. I could really do a part two on this if you guys want, but yeah, I just didn't want to go on too long. Please, if you have any questions, requests, want to learn more, if you just need support, DM me on Instagram, BambleRambleOfficial. I'm here for you, and I am going to, like, hype you up. Yes. But now, I hope you have a great night, great day, great weekend, great month, and I'll see you next time. Bye, guys!